Hello. Hello, Max. Thanks a lot for coming. And let's start jumping straight into a very easy question. What's the purpose of art? Ooh, <laughs> deep question. I don't know. Well, I always think the purpose of it is this kind of, it's this communication of an idea, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, well, well, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, well, then you get into that real much deeper question of like what is actually art and then you go even deeper into that and you're like well if i drop some pebbles on the floor uh, is that now art is that only art because i say it's art so that it's it's a i don't know it's a difficult question is it matter of interpretation like is it art to the eyes of who's watching or to the eyes of who's making it oh um it's I suppose if you, if someone like picked up their shopping and they put it into their car, yeah. everyone say, well, that's not art. But someone looking at it saw that they did it in a particular way and thought that that was amazing. Now that they have decided the way that they put the shopping into the car is now art. So it's kind of, it's weird. I, I don't really know how to answer that question massively, <laughs> but it's because it, it, it starts getting bizarre. Um, on how you actually define what yeah. is art and it's kind of if a tree falls down over in a forest and there's no one around doesn't make a sound yes it's the same concept. it's the same sort of thing so it's um it has to i think deep down art is just communication yes so the the the, the function of art is my opinion is that like art is a way to try to fulfill whatever is missing in verbal communication like yeah try to fill that gap uh expressing emotions or feeling or just trying to to just fill a void um because it's open to interpretation like yeah if if we both look at an art piece it could mean something to me and something completely different to you mm. so yeah it's a matter of perspective yeah because <laughs> it, it starts getting strange when people's like what people say art is because especially in the contemporary art world yes. it's it's most of the public are just going what that's that's going to sell for a million dollars and it would be an apple on a pencil stuck to a wall and so it's the apple and the pencil was not really art but now that it's like the banana there was that classic one which is the duct tape with the banana on the wall and it was it went viral and it turned into a meme but someone literally just went, this is art. And it is art because someone has says it's art. It's kind of, um, it's kind of like why the, you know, like galleries and things like that, they choose what art is is because there's one person who opened a gallery and they've just decided that everything they put in there is going to be the art now in inverted commas, just because yeah. someone else's decision, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's art that is like literal, like literal shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, <so>. yeah. Um, <laughs> you can, I mean, that's the thing. And, and I, it's, I suppose by definition, it's not wrong. You can, you can fart into a fan and call that art as well. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> the big question is, is whether it's good or not. Yes. Is, is it like yeah. worth spending time on it, commenting it, trying to interpret it and. Yeah. And you don't need to interpret everything as well. 
yeah, you can just, just go. Let it be. Yeah, yeah, you just go. No, all right, it is what it is, and just carry on going. And you know, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. So, what's your? Uh, let's talk about your art. Yeah. You're an art director, right? Yeah. What's yeah. your um, artistic process? Or so, my well, artistic. I specialize in character design. I like okay. anything character. So I like Beautiful. story. I like things like that. So. I spent a lot of time as a kid just drawing superheroes, reading comic books, everything oh. like that. So when I say if I'm working on an ad or a or a um, film or something like that, I have to try and think, put my brain in the character, and I have to think if I was you know this evil person, how would I behave? How would I stand? How would I look? What would I dress like? And so I build all of that in my head, and then I'm just lucky that I got the ability to. Uh, have the hand that can draw it to make it look like how I see it in my head. So the process of that is, it just starts off with um, just really light sketches, really. Because I I do most of the work. When I was younger and I was sort of working my way up, I would draw a lot and I'd draw like sketch out noses and eyes and costumes and everything like that. But now I've got to the point where I've done all of that, that base. <coughs> You're right there. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, that, that base work that I can build it all in my head so that when I hit the paper, it comes out, all the hard work's done in my head. And so it only takes one or two times before I actually get the, the character I was thinking of. The hard part is when there's a client involved and oh. then I have to put my head into their brain and that takes a, a whole lot more work. Yes feedback so, loop like asking for changes and all yeah that. and it's like so they'll have an idea and they'll they'll be like i have this idea of this pink elephant and you're like okay and then you design a pink elephant for them but your idea of a pink elephant is going to be so different from theirs and when they see and they'll communicate to you this is what the pink elephant should look like and then when they actually see what they've communicated they're like oh actually that wasn't quite what i was thinking so sometimes it takes building it to know that it's yes. not but i i think with a lot of people in the industry they've done enough work to know where it's going to go but if someone has never done that before and they're paying the bills you have to go with that little journey with like okay we don't think it's going to work but we'll humor you just to show you this is what it's going to look like you know i've seen that happening a lot yeah. in, in videos as well in yeah filmmaking and yes it, it's it's very common what are your main uh, clients oh um at the moment uh just i'm working at like visual effects companies and just all the ads that are coming through um so working from everything from um hair and beauty commercials to um i'll be doing cartoons and making characters for what's your favorite cartoon oh my my favorite cartoon yes. of all time Ooh. oh you have just opened up a bucket oh. of worms right there um Pandora's box <laughs> yeah because i feel like if i say one then i'm i'm offending the other one yeah, yeah i you uh, know like, like my answer to this question is like at least five titles yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Does it, is it cartoons and animated that you're specifically after or uh, is it kind of just any animated like okay sure well <laughs> not not feature not feature animated no, like oh, just, so just like just a series? series yes okay let's try just to narrow it a little bit <laughs> okay oh damn even dropping the first one well 
Okay, for animated series. Well, Dragon Ball Z is where it all started. Okay. Dragon Ball Z was the OG. I remember after school, all the kids would like rush home to get... I think the it was playing 4 p.m. was when Dragon Ball Z was coming on. So every kid in my class was making sure we'd get home by 4 p.m. Yeah. And then the next day at school, we'd talk about, oh, Krillin was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, like it was such a huge thing. I so was like, literally running like from school to home to, <laughs> to catch the episode in yeah. time. <laughs> and because like back in my day, I'm saying that now, was, uh, you, there was no like streaming. So it's like if you missed that TV show, yes. you missed it. Yes. There was no like DVDs that, oh, DVD was coming out, but it was later, like months later, like yes. six months later. So if yeah. you missed that, you were like, done for yes you are not part of the cool kids club at that <laughs> um so yeah it would definitely be dragon ball z i grew up on the simpsons as well mm-hmm. um oh yeah gosh and then there's like yeah probably like south park as well and all of those south ones. Park. i yeah. never really got into that like you know, too much yeah I, I mean it was okay yeah i did i did like it but it's not in my like um pantheon it's, of. yeah it's, it's not in your okay fair enough i'm a little bit more mature then I'd probably say. that's why i enjoy uh, it so no, much i think there's a lot in like a political um mm. i don't know I, I think i think it's it's good i yeah. like the the whole story i w- how it was um, created at first and how it evolved like with the style and graphic and all that yeah i've seen like the making off of the very first episodes and yeah. it was just like brilliant man it's that they yeah the the they were so like a lot of luck came into that, but I'm so happy that luck was on their side because I enjoy it so much. Yeah, just some of the characters and the ability. I I I know I like it. Yeah, I, I was Studio Ghibli stuff as well. Oh, amazing. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say Studio, but I was like, oh, they're not really series; they're a movie, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, the but yeah, Princess Mononoke yeah. and Spirited Away were phenomenal. Yeah, like so so good, and also even Jelly. Oh, even Jelly on that's the one I should. That's so good. Oh, Neo Genesis. Yeah. Uh, Neo, yeah. Um, the the old school 2D cell frame by frame animation from back in the day was, it's so good. Yeah. It's so, so good, that animation. To me, I, I make a clear um, separation between like anime and, and like, what's the word for the ones that are not anime? Like oh, just like cartoons maybe, cartoons. I suppose. Yeah. But like, would you consider like, Bojack Horseman a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon, yeah. Okay. It's an adult cartoon. Yeah. You know? I'd just say, is it kids or adult? It's just animated cartoon, I'd yeah. suppose. Because cartoon sort of goes with like a... It's like kids, right? But Cartoons to me, it means like old school animation, like mm. when it was done on paper. Yeah, like cell, like drawn, hand drawn, yeah. by frame by frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's Well, technology is moving so fast, it's... Even though it's all done on computers now, I, st- I still reckon it's a cartoon. Do, do you do animation yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do everything myself. What softwares do you use? Oh, gosh. If you looked at my computer, the whole bottom of it is just like littered <laughs> with like <laughs> software. It's I have spent thousands of hours learning software. The amount of tutorials, like when I, it's, I seem really nerdy, but like, I get excited when there's like 50% off tutorials. <laughs> like I'll see like an Easter sale and I'm like, yeah, I can get this like hair simulation thing for like 
50% off. Because <laughs> it's like you need, because now the animation industry is actually the technology industry. Yes. Because everything's moving so fast and what needs to get made now needs to be made quicker and quicker and quicker. So it's like there's a software just for making clothes. There's one for just doing hair. There's another one for lighting. There's, you know, another one for doing like, I don't know if you're smashing something and crumpling particles yeah particles and everything like that and then also with that there's not one software there's like maybe if there's cloth simulation there might be three different softwares that all do cloth and then they're all competing with each other and then you're like which one's going to be the best use of my time and then so there's a lot of like learning and sort of like keeping on top of the technology so that you're not falling behind and that's just the animation that's the drawing part that comes first yeah well you gotta first of all before you can animate you have to make sure that your ideas are good yeah yeah even that yeah because no one wants to watch a boring animation yes (laughs) (laughs) um i think i don't know i could talk about um cartoon and like uh animated show yeah forever um i i particularly like the ones that are very non-politically correct yeah Uh, Yeah. but sometimes they go a little bit over the edge of what's enjoyable like there is a very um like a comedian that i like bill burr yeah uh and he was uh he's the voice actor of this show uh that yeah, I saw. family yes yeah and basically that's that there's a lot of rage in there and i don't yeah. think it's supposed to be funny it is funny mm. as like as a byproduct of like <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the anger but um what do you think about that show? It's it's just like a lot of chaos and, and, and yeah, it's good. But what he's doing is he's he's telling his truth. Yes, he's telling his experience of like how it was, but he's doing it in an entertaining way. Because if he actually just was like, oh yeah, my dad was super aggressive and he made life difficult, and you did a somber story, it wouldn't be entertaining to watch. But Bill Burr, because he's a great writer, yeah. he's like, no, if we do it this way, I can tell you the story of how rubbish my dad was and be funny yeah you know and so like i i I like it you know even i'm always really appreciative of people who make something even if it's not good you still made it yeah yeah, you still gave it a shot it's not bad it's not bad i I actually cannot stop watching like when i have free time i kind of like okay i'm gonna watch another one it's not addictive like uh midnight gospel i watch the whole thing like (laughs) a binge and then i watch it again and again like yeah yeah couldn't stop watching he he can just like duncan trussell genius he 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 can just talk and he'll go from like simulation theory and then he'll talk about how to like make a really good fondue or something and then he goes somewhere else about magic mushrooms then he comes back and it's like it's just amazing how his mind just like yes there's a lot of uh, drugs involved as well in that that thinking process yeah um what do you think about shows like uh, brickleberry or paradise pd have you seen any of those i haven't seen those yet there's too many shows now there's so many <laughs> it's hard to keep up my, yeah. my my overall favorite used to be futurama yeah so good and i still love it like mm. a lot it's just brilliant but like i think if i had to pick one at like gunpoint i would go with bojack horseman oh really yeah yeah i've only seen one episode only one episode so far i don't know i relate a lot with the depression side of it uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. see that's the thing right it's like every show has its little truth and then you relate to whatever that truth is so like you know um 
because like having a shitty life is most people yeah you know and so when you have a like show go oh yeah like isn't life annoying like this and you're like yeah it is and then you start enjoying it but if you watch the show which is like everything is perfect everything is good look at this character having an awesome day yeah you're just like oh this is boring no this is so boring yeah that doesn't go anywhere yeah i enjoy some like shows for younger audiences as well like um mm. have you ever watched um ah title title uh it's the one with the kids in the woods solving mysteries gravity falls gravity falls yeah no i haven't even. uh it's it's a disney show oh really no yeah. i haven't no i haven't seen this you should this check is a the good one, one. Yeah, it's, right. it's very good it's very good yeah uh any advice like shows that need need Ooh. to be watched okay um the, in the animated realm yeah so what have i been watching lately well i oh gosh put me on the spot here with these <laughs> questions it's so hard um yeah can i get back to you on that one i'm not even too it will, sure it will it yeah, will come to you i can't even think let's talk about your book yeah absolutely when did you decide you wanted to be a writer so well um, yeah book author well it was like i i kind of didn't even think like oh, i want to be an author what this is how it actually happened this is the very very start i had years and years ago i had an ex-girlfriend that really liked little stories and so like i would just like text this little story like it could be something about like salt and pepper and like the salt and pepper and you can like make the sort of contrast you know like the divide between black and white and blah yeah. blah blah and i'm like they're mixing together oh my gosh and the mustard was upset and blah 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 <laughs> so i used to write these little stories just for fun and then one day I wrote a little story about a little dog called Oscar that gets lost. And then he falls down. Uh, basically, he gets lost. He gets lost in the forest. He falls down this big hill, lands into a, um, a hole. Because he's falling down the hill, he collected all the flowers. And he lands, and he's covered in flowers. All these people see him. And we go, oh, my God, he's a cute little dog with lots of little flowers. And then I had this idea. I was sitting on it. And the text gone, nothing was done. And I, I couldn't let that idea go. I was like, oh, that would look really cute. And I was like, maybe I should draw that. And then I was kind of drawing it. And I started drawing the little dog called Oscar. I was like, oh, he looks really cute. And then, so I was like, oh, you know what? It's, it shouldn't take me too long. I'll just, I'll just illustrate a few pages and storyboard it out. And so I did that. And then the story started expanding <laughs> a little bit more. And then the first, I think it was maybe back in 2017, I illustrated the book and I was like, right, I'm going to make a book. And I did it. And then I finished it and I was like, I'm going to sit on it for a while. Cause I was like, I, I was flipping through the pages and I was like, oh, it's, it's good, but it's not great. <laughs> and I was being honest with myself. I was like, it's not great. And so I just sat it, just left it next to my desk and I'd look at it every now and then. And a bit of time passed like about a year or something. And I didn't do anything with it. And then I looked at it and I had some time and I was like, nah, this needs to change. It's not, I, I knew deep down it wasn't good and it wasn't good enough. So I stripped the whole thing back. So it was like, maybe I had like 30 pages in it, stripped it all the way back down to maybe five or six pages. And then I redid, rewrote, re-illustrated it all the way up. And I think it's maybe 64 pages now. It's really so, hard to do because most people oh, get attached yeah, to what they do. Yeah, you get attached to it, right? But that's why the time was important. Because when the time passed and I, I didn't release it, 
I lost that attachment to it. That's good. So it was way easier to just be like, it's not good enough, can it? But like as soon as you're, if you finish a project and you're just there and you're about to release it and someone's like, oh, it's not good enough. You're like, mm, you know, it like it hurts like deep down and you're like, and you're like, no, I'm not going to change it. It's fine. It's fine. But deep down, you know, it could be better. And that was, that was the feeling I was fighting. And so I've redone the whole book um, and I'm writing the second one now. And I'm so glad that I redid it because it's that much better than the first one. I, when I look at the first book that I had and I look at it now, I'm like, yeah, that was, that was, that was a good decision, Max. You just sit on that one for a while. And you published it today. Yeah, so today is um, the website's all up at maxgear.com if you want to check it out. Let's bring it up. Okay. Uh, this is Max Gear. Yeah. Okay. Max Gear is my middle name. Yeah, there we go. So this is my it's the volume one, and um. So the next one is going to be a sequel. Yeah, it's going to be a sequel. So I've got maybe eight in the series. So it's oh, eight wow. volumes. So, um, uh, he's, uh, basically you already every, have the stories. Yeah. And you so just need to, to I just need to put the work in now and draw it all. Um, but I'm, I'm doing some animation tests at the moment as well. So I'm going to, so you want to make a cartoon out of it. Yeah. I want to, I want to make cool. it into an animated TV series. So all the, um, animals you see, they're all based on my friends and family's pets. Oh, nice. So, um, there's the ginger cat, which is called Fot, which is my mum's cat. Which um, in the book is friendly orange thing. Can, can I swear on this? Or not? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's actually, it's on, in the book, it's a friendly orange thing, but in real life, it's fucking orange thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, and there's Thomas Walmers, which is my auntie's cat, and then the swan and the chicken. And they're all, they're all, all those animals are based in New Zealand. Why did you choose to do like a children's book instead of like a grown up audience kind of yeah, story? Yeah. Um, it was easier to draw. Okay. Yeah. How does that affect the drawing? Like the age, I mean. Yeah. So if it's a simple character like these ones, the reason why cartoons are simple is purely from a money perspective because it's it's going to be easier to reproduce because if you did a re really detailed character, time is money. Yes. And so I think it was, there was, I was talking to some, or I heard somewhere there was a, um, a Disney animator and he was designing characters. And if he designed, say, there was a, a character with a button-up jacket, if there was a third button on the design, it was an extra like $30,000 a month to pay the animators to draw in time the extra button. Wow. So like it was, so everything that's designed there, like for characters only having three fingers, that's, it just saves time and like it's easier to you can get the point across with three fingers instead of drawing four fingers yeah and so all of those old school designs are all designed around like we actually need to make this and it can't go over budget interesting and so my designs are similar to that i was like okay how am i going to draw oscar over and over and over and he's going to look the same in every single page and not look weird um because that's, that's hard, is making him look consistent in every single angle, top, down, bottom, and all of that sort of thing. So that's the challenge. Is there any cartoon that you can remember that has like five fingers characters? Oh, the, 
in 2D? Oh, maybe in some of the anime. Oh, in the anime. Yeah, anime characters would because they're more human based. Yeah. So they have to do the the four the full five finger characters. Yeah, yeah. Because they come from manga. Yeah. Like, and they, like there's one that I used to really love. Um, it's called uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Berserk. Berserk. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? No. Can you bring it up? Dude, it's like, have you well, heard of this? Nah. Nah. The, the, like every the, the artwork that this guy's uh, drawing is just like out, like mind blowing. And that's why like uh, it, there's a new new, oh, new volume yeah. every like three years or something. Like wow. It's, yeah. Like it slows down a it lot. It takes so yeah. much time. Yeah. To draw like that all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Imagine that's that, so much work. that becomes like this small and then they need to make like <laughs> thousands of those. To yeah. Do, like, that's when you need help. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to call out for help at that point. Not, not the anime, just, just manga is just manga. crazy impressive. Yeah, and there's so many in Japan and Korea. Like, there's so many um, different stories you can go read. It's like you wouldn't have enough time in your life to read them all. Yeah, I know, I know. But even this one, like, sometimes I just forget that I was following the story and then yeah. I remember three and later and, and yeah. I check, like, how many volumes are there that I didn't read? One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I exactly. can catch up easily. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's um, it's funny. I, I get a lot of people, uh, when I tell them what I do, it's like, oh, I've got this really cool, like, idea. Or oh, yeah. I'd love you to, to draw it for me. And they tell it to me, I'm like, that's like a 50 full page illustration thing. This is going to take me like a year <laughs> to finish. And I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. I'm just real. I'm just a bit busy at the moment. So, um, <laughs> everyone has a, an idea for like a movie yeah. and a TV show and a book. Oh, everyone and does. Like, the idea is the easy part. It's finishing it. It's the hard part. Yes. I think there's like, this is something that applies to startups as well. There's really no clear value in the idea itself but yeah. in the ability to like execute yeah, that exactly value finish uh, finishing like even with the oscar book finishing yeah. was a mammoth effort i can imagine like it was it was so hard to actually decide and go okay this is worth releasing and then right when i thought i was done with the book then i had to set up the website and then figure out distribution and that stuff i'm just not even <laughs> into and that took me so long just to fix like and i was like i'm so nearly there and i just and you know yeah I was like, i'll put it off later and i'll do that later and then some i want to work on something else which is more fun because also because i'm tired of that now i've looked at it for so long i'm like i want to do something different you know so it's it's yeah, yeah finishing's hard finishing is very hard i started writing books like many times and um i think my writing process I, I published a book in 2012 uh, oh, not, awesome. not not illustration it was mm. just like me talking like yeah, nonsense yeah. Um, yeah. I started many times and then I would I would write some notes some pages few pages or a few chapters and then I was like okay it's not interesting no. just put it in a mm. folder yeah like yeah and then maybe after six months or after another year I would start another thing and then that wouldn't go anywhere so six years later, I just realized I've started so many things. I'm going to just like reread everything I wrote in the past six years and, and find a way to glue them together. Yeah, see, and that's awesome. when I actually committed to the project. Mm. And then basically half of the book was already written and I just had to, to finish it. But it, yeah. it was an interesting, stupid way of yeah. doing things. But at least I got uh, the book done. At, yeah, at it's point. awesome. Well, the whole point is that if you finished right. And also there's, you have to recognize the moments where 
you know, like there is a time that you have to put some things down and come back to it. Yeah. Because sometimes you're not, you're just not ready yet. Like there are, there's been things that I'm like, okay, that's a good idea, but I'm not ready to even approach that. I'm going to hold that one just in the back of my head. And then when you see the opportunity, then you're like, all right, now's the time to, to yeah. do that. I have something like that you as do. well. Yeah. I have a massive project that I designed with a friend of mine. He's a, I mentioned him before we started, we, we went live. Um, he's a concept artist that yeah. works for like major uh, films. And we designed this whole universe for a TV series that can be either uh, um, live action or animated. Mm. But it's just like a gigantic uh, project that would probably cost like more than game of thrones yeah right? so <laughs> if it was if it was yeah. live action animated yeah. would be like more reasonable but still yeah. still like large scale yeah. uh so yeah that's probably not the right time those so. i mean i've got those dreams as well and you just think like oh this is oh, honestly it'd be the best story ever told if you just give me a hundred million dollars yes <laughs> like just give me a hundred mil i'll show you you know <laughs> but sometimes like it's frustrating to to just go to the movies and watch movies that they cost like 50 yeah. million dollars and you go like i could have done so much yeah. better with half of that yeah absolutely do you know what i just feel i feel and it's the the success of the movie because i know all the directors everyone that's working on the movie are all people that love to do what they do and i feel that the people that actually have the money you know like they need a return on investment. Yes, and and which I totally understand. If you spend a hundred million bucks, you, you, you kind of want to see you, your money you back. You want to see your money back, right? And um, it's it's a real battle between um the person with the money and then the person with the creative idea. And it's like the more bigger the idea is, the more risk. And you could either make it big or you can absolutely flop. And it's um it's there's no right or wrong answer because like if you do kind of make the money thing that it means you can make a second one and then the the cash flow keeps going but then man if you if you screw up you screw up so bad yeah you know <laughs> and that's not a good time i remember i was working on um lego ninjago okay and um i was doing designs on that and i was that's a cool, was, cool yeah it was, it was it was yeah it was a cool movie and um i remember that was the one that came before the lego batman right yeah I think so. Oh, they were kind of work. No, after Batman. Wait, I can't remember. It was a few years ago. Now. I remember I loved Lego Batman. Yeah, Lego, <laughs> was so yeah good. it was so good. Man, the, some of the technology in that to make all the animated blocks at Animal Logic, they did a really good job on that. Uh, yeah, I worked on um, Peter Rabbit when I was there as well. Okay. But um, I remember seeing the director for Lego Ninjago and he's just sitting on a chair or outside and he was just having a cigarette and he just looked defeated. Like he looked so defeated and I just walked up to him and I just said, oh, you know, hey, how are you going? And um, he, uh, it was, you could see he was so frustrated because I think he was having this real battle between the client and what he wanted to do and the idea. And I could just see that he was just like, you know, this is his little baby. This is his idea. And he was just battling to try and get what he wanted at the end. And I was just like, oh, like that was the one time where I was kind of like, maybe I don't want to be a director. Like, <laughs> I can tell you a story. Like, I can relate to that like a million percent. Yeah. Um, 
I was the director, writer, and host of a TV series on the Italian TV a few years ago. Oh, awesome. No. <laughs> you would think so, but no, for the very same reason. Yeah. I came to them with an idea, with, 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 a, with a concept and with yeah. a pilot episode. And then they were like, we love it. Yeah. We want to do it. We're going to produce it. Fantastic. Awesome. Except that it changed entirely in the style and the tone and also in, like in terms of like my process i couldn't i couldn't be me yeah. like um to the point that i just like uh, it was so frustrating having to do things the wrong way mm. uh and i was so disappointed with the result the, the, the result was actually like people liked it yeah yeah i didn't yeah i was like yeah. no i even remember i made a, a, a video memo like on, on uh, I took my phone like one of the last days of um, uh, on 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 the shoot. Uh, I took my phone with a selfie camera and they're like, "This is a message message for my future self. If you're thinking of doing six on two, just don't." <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal! That was that was yeah. But then I changed my mind and I because they asked to do it and then it got cancelled because of COVID and the series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah. So in it can be frustrating. So in terms of the reason why you stopped enjoying it was it was it started becoming the direction of someone else there was a lot of like power games yeah. being played in a way that was not bringing advantage to anyone yeah, really like okay. it was just like matter of pride of some mm. of the producers like we want things to be done this way we know that it's not gonna like produce the best results but this is how we do things and like oh really okay. why yeah. <laughs> why why would you ever do that yeah um anyway it it was, is, it, yeah is it like new way versus old formula was that what you're up against mm, i i really don't know. i don't know yeah no i was so lost everything happened like really fast like one day we were on the same page next day i'm on a flight to like the other side of the world and the next day like everything changes and oh. I need to do things so, uh, like you know brutal yeah. yeah so it's like you know it's one of those things yeah you're, you're so lucky if you jump onto a project you pitch the idea and it goes smoothly and it comes out how you pitched it yeah. like you're so lucky if that yes. happens because there's there's been so many times where I've jumped onto a project and I'm like this is going to be the best project I've ever worked on. This is going to look so awesome. And then you get a few weeks into it and you're like, oh no, oh no, what's going on with this? And then some of the decisions and the clients come back with a few suggestions and you're like, oh my God, okay. And then, you know, and then at that point, my brain switches to like, you're just getting paid, dude. Just do what they say. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. when they're the face of the product, it's fine. Yeah. When you are it's mm. kind of like this is max's work yeah and then you hate it it's i just know like, whoa yeah Ooh, like yeah. So, let's say somebody told you like to do that book in a completely different way in a way that you hated it oh, but yeah. it's still your book and yeah. like your name as a it's writer on the, honor uh, yeah that would be brutal yeah yeah i couldn't do it i think also the book is a was an escape from my normal work because it was great because there was no clients yes there was no clients like, oh, I draw it this way. Do I like it? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's staying in there. Can anyone tell me to take it out? No, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best feeling ever. Oh, it's so good. It's so liberating. It's um, the, 
I think that's, I think it's in every industry. Like if you're an architect or something or a builder or whatever, you're going to come across the person that's paying you versus the way you think it should be done. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a never ending. There will never be an answer to that battle. I don't think. I think once you reach a certain level of like, uh, you're recognized as an authority in a certain, I don't know, like, yeah well the only thing is this is this like, is the thing that i don't like if you go to the doctor and you're not feeling well and the doctor goes um oh we looked at your results you actually have cancer and then they go well hold on i'm the client here i'm paying i don't have cancer can you write me up for a cold please <laughs> that's what i feel like most of us is it's like well hold on why did you go to the doctor if you felt sick if you yes. knew that it's like I, I've been sitting in ad agencies and they will hire a copywriter that I know is really, really good. He will write something, the send it to the client. The client goes, oh, that's amazing. That's really, really good. Here, I've re- rewritten everything that you've done, sent it back. <laughs> and then he's just kind of like, well, do I have a job? Like why you just wrote your own thing that you paid me to it just made no sense right so some people are like that they need they need the inspiration but yeah. they don't care for like the actual work yeah. that people put in yeah it's almost like um you're running an olympic race and you hire the fastest man on the planet to run the race and when it gets to the last 10 meters you're like okay i'll jump in and then you race that last 10 minute <laughs> meters and then you go i won yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it carries you yeah. and there's this guy huffing and puffing and you're like aren't i an amazing athlete i yeah. just bet all these other people <laughs> yeah i mean in in, in the um, in, in a business scenario it kind of makes sense that like if the client pays, mm. they pay to get whatever they want. Yeah. That can be your work, but that can also be like they just need to clear their mind. Like I, yeah, saw, I, yeah. I mean, so there's there's one way that I describe it is I say that I'm a risk for hire, <laughs> which is what I am most of the time. It's like they have the idea, they just don't have the ability to make it. They hire me That's a bit to make it. It is, but it's it's what pays the rent. Maybe not humiliating, <laughs> but frustrating. Yeah, it's yeah. frustrating, right? Because it's like you know you can make it look so much better. Yes, but you can't because you still got to do what they're asking you to do. So you and when and you work with directors and producers, what basically you're like, regardless how good you are at drawing or at mm. writing or at directing, basically the main thing that you need to 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 do is to be able to grasp their vision and and mm. make it like transform it into reality so unless you become your own producer then that's the job be a wrist it is yeah be a pen or be yeah yeah totally um and look it's it's exciting when you actually meet someone who has an idea and you trust them with that thing and you're trying to make them make their idea look amazing then that's such a that's an awesome experience that's really cool when you work with someone like that um but yeah, it's just guys. We have a question from a viewer. Oh yeah, oh, this is to Max. Yeah, how would you tell the COVID pandemic story in a children's book? Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. Who's asking? Uh, this is from Grazia. Okay, Grazia. Thank thanks you, for the Grazia. question. Um, how would I do the COVID as a children's book? Um, I would probably go. It would probably be the lost lonely virus. Okay. So I'd probably go the origins of the COVID story. So there's this little virus and he's sitting on the back of a bat where it's really, really cold and he's out in the back. 
and he's like he's on this little bat and then this bat's flying along and then it gets caught and then the bat gets put into a nice warm soup and then he's just like oh this is really really nice <laughs> then of course he has a sip and then because he's and now he's in this really nice you know like body he starts you know what i need some friends and start splitting and here we have covid <laughs> but you could do that in a way of like just the the covid virus could be like the cutest little thing that you've ever seen and he's just so adorable and you want him to survive like he's on the back of this bat or he's you know in the freezing cold and you're like oh don't die <laughs> you know don't know we love you and, and of course and we all yeah, carry you. yeah we're all gonna like we're all gonna have you at our house you know like we're gonna show you around the rest of the world you don't need to be lonely you're part of us that's how I'd make the children's book. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love that approach. It, it makes me think of, can you look up like uh, virus uh, plush or whatever it's pronounced? How do you pronounce plush? Plush. Plush? Okay. I don't. Plush. Yeah. I used to collect these things um, like way before COVID. Basically, they're a replica, plush replica of uh. like, oh, and they made a COVID now. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking like 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, I used to have a few of those things. Oh, that's cool. And they have all the disease that exists. Yeah, really? Yeah. So even the <laughs> nastiest ones, like, yeah. Ah, oh, I got you a birthday present. What is it? AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think it's the black one. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, and then you got one that looks like a little swirly poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something like... Uh, yeah, it's like a worm. Parasites freak me out, man. Yeah. Those things are scary. Oh my gosh, look at that. What is on earth But is they're that? cute. <laughs> In a way. No, could you, if you put that up on, because it's the, li I'm not good with spiders, eh? Oh, okay. You're from New Zealand. Yeah, I'm from New Zealand. You should be used to spiders. No, no, here you should be used to spiders. New Zealand, <laughs> more here. New Zealand, like, they're just like, New Z like, they're like chill spiders. They leave you alone. Over here, they can put a web across the entire footpath and you walk through it at nighttime. I still have the one on the left, the blue one, the, oh, was yeah. the common called, and oh, a bunch of others, but yeah. I can't remember <laughs> what they were. Yeah. I used to use it to, to give them as presents to my friends for their birthdays. Like, I gave you... Uh, oh, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Well, you, like, you already gave me herpes. So uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. I, I'm glad that someone took time out of their day to make um, cute viruses. It's really cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, what's that one? That's <laughs> antibody, it says. Oh, is that oh. the, so that's the, it's, it's so, would the that, so would the antibody be the enemy of the COVID? <laughs> oh, yeah. So we could, we could animate the antibody as like, this is horrible, <laughs> like whenever like Mr. Little COVID is trying to have a good day and he's just like, oh, I've got some friends together. We're going to go to this new place, a new party, which is another person. Yeah. The antibody's <laughs> like, no, you can't go. I, I, I won't allow it. And um, Maybe he's a super fit person and this is like strong antibody. Yeah, like yeah, thing. strong antibody. And he's like coming, he's like a Chad and he's got some veins going up his <laughs> neck. He's like, no, you can't, you know. <laughs> Oh, so that's the herpes virus. Yeah. Sick. I never had that one. I mean, I never bought that virus. Oh, you've never had that one? Oh, okay, sure. I don't get close sores a lot. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about doing like an um, animated uh, YouTube series? Oh, no, I haven't thought about Well, Oscar's about the closest thing that I want to get animated. Um, 
Because it's a lot of work to an- animate a series. It is. But on YouTube, you find something that is like... You can find some things that are like super... I don't know how long it mm. would take anyway, but mm. there are some creators that make like a new animated like episode every day. Oh, jeez. I'm yeah, sure it takes like yeah. a huge effort. It must... I think and it's what, very basic animation. Yeah, so I think if you have your if you have a good setup, yeah, then it's easy just to go, oh, like because I think the hardest part in animation or the longest part is setting things up. Like once you build the characters and you have it all rigged and you have it everything, then you then can just, just move the bits around. Yeah, just move the bits around and that sh- can only take you a few hours. Um I haven't quite got to an idea yet okay. that I would want to animate over and over and over because i usually animate one and then i'm like oh i'm gonna try something new now can we see some of your animation yeah, like, yeah. is there anything online yeah so um go to what's my url um you could try um just oh. my instagram maybe yeah yeah just try that because i've got my portfolio one maxi yeah maxi the taxi where does the name come from uh <laughs> just i think my mom just used to call me that when i was a kid or something <laughs> Yeah, it was really funny. Oh, Maxi the Taxi, the second one? Oh, no, not that one, no shit. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, no, the Maxi, all together one word. Maxi the Taxi. Um, and I also get called Maxi the Uber now. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know, times, times change. It was really funny. I had this kid message <coughs> me on Instagram, and he's just like, oh, um, I get called Maxi the Taxi, so can you change your Instagram handle and give it to me and i was like because he was only 13 i was like well i'm older than you so i've had it for longer so i get it and i never heard back from him so i won <laughs> i won that argument so there's a couple different examples here so obviously my style's all over the show so i've got some yakuza gangsters some hot girls um if we go up um let's go so see that one with the face is looking directly at us yeah so this is one i built in 3d um so it's got some audio there but i can't i can't hear the audio but um you might have to skip through oh there we go this one's a little bit more menacing yeah not a kid's book this one's a horror story introduction of a character looks really cool Mm. how long did it take to do this did you do it all by yourself yeah 100 percent. but all the all the shots i filmed myself i was in iceland and i filmed this it was all shot on my phone this is amazing and then so i put it all together and um we this can talk about Island iceland forever now uh, <laughs> i love iceland, iceland it's my favorite place. i went i went surfing there wow yeah it was freezing cold but this guy took ages because i had to build him rig his face up i had to um so the story is he starts it's really ble- good quality yeah he starts bleeding oil from his eyes because <laughs> in the story whenever he leaves um his like little safe spot he starts to leak oil so um and that's his little safe spot behind the red door but yeah there's a there's a whole story called the deal maker that i'm working on the deal maker so yeah. the, the guy is the deal maker the yeah he's character. the deal maker basically his um so how long did it take that one took about Two and a half months to build all wow. that. Yeah. How long is it? It's gosh. How long was it? Like a minute? Like a minute? Yeah. Because yeah, it's just over a minute. Yeah, because the setup is so long. Yeah, I can imagine. To you know, 
do all of the folds in the skin and the pores and then rig his mouth so his mouth works and everything and see the girl on the top left i'm doing the same thing to her at the moment um so i'm rigging her up and i'm doing an animation with her as well um she has been a bit of a nightmare so your focus mostly on this like hyper realistic oh uh, not necessarily <laughs> uh i do all of it <laughs> yeah. yeah at the moment i'm just doing that that's my thing um because it's something that i want to because i see something i'm like oh that's cool can i achieve that and i just give it a shot makes sense um but it means i spent because then i've got the uh if you go scroll down a little bit um not that one see the sunny tips one see that ass there click on that one <laughs> so this is another little mini story i wrote which is a completely different style from the last one yes oh that's your brand mm. your clothing yeah, brand. yeah clothing thing you put it all in that's cross marketing that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, completely different style. Mm. It's all illustrated. <laughs> yeah, so this one, this one I did a long time ago, so I've improved a lot since then, but um it still looks cool. Yeah. So about the same like a couple of months? Yeah, about the same. Yeah, cuz all it see all of that background all those characters are all drawn from scratch. Wow. Yeah. How long, um, I mean, how many softwares did you use to make like these two? Uh, this one, so see the clothing, that's Marvelous Designer. Um, I then set it all up in Maya, used render, uh, so Redshift to render it. I used Substance Painter to texture it. I used ZBrush to model it. ZBrush is good. And then what else? Oh yeah, I used Blender for that shot there as well. Oh, Blender. Blender. Yeah, Blender 3D. And then I use After Effects. Why do you Effects? need Blender if you what, what? Okay, that surprises me. Why do you Why do you need Blender if you use Maya? Like, can't you do exactly the same so, thing? So yeah, so Blender's really cool because it's got the real real time render engine, so you can okay. see exactly what you're building. Um, this is, it gets like real technical and kind of a little bit boring, but they're both good. But they're good in certain situations, like Maya. It's oh, it's more stable Maya. Okay. Blender crashes a lot. I've lost so many hours of work because I'm working and then it just all plops and it just doesn't work. But if I throw it into my, it's, it doesn't give me those hassles. Okay. It gives me other hassles, but at least it doesn't crash. And so um, Blender's nearly there. It's not quite there, but okay. it's, it's getting close. But I've had a lot of uh, crashing issues. What do you do with um, After Effects? I thought that was mostly for to do like motion So graphics. After Effects, like or there was um, some chromatic aberration on there when you see the... So when the beat hits, I play around the chromatic yeah. aberration, change the colors, do a little bit of color grading. Um, see, and there's... See the exposures going in and out? That's yeah. done in After Effects. Okay. So you use um, After Effects almost like nuke in a way. Yeah. Like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I guess then, after effects it's so more like I can show you one that I did in Blender. Yeah. So if we go back, this do is. Do you use Nuke as well? No, uh, I've I don't use it. That's too much for me. If we go, <laughs> uh, 
down. Oh no, up a little bit. Sorry, up. Was it? Gosh, I don't even know my own Instagram. I oh, know, no, no. So you have to go down again. It's um, Yakuza Gangster. Oh, where where is it? I oh, know. Oh, wait. Sorry, go. Sorry, go up <laughs> again. <laughs> See that the purple one, the purple, and uh, uh, that's a sick drawing though. I want to print that one up. This one. Yeah, actually, I can show you. See the girl there. See the one on the right. That yeah. one there. If you click on that, this is a cool animation technique I've been practicing with. So this one's using EB Synth, okay. and so what you do. So that's my friend Valeria, and I filmed her, and then basically you can draw over the top, and then it uses AI to track the the drawing over the live action footage. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I, I was playing around with that idea. And if you click off that one and check the wave underneath it, I tried doing it on a wave. Oh no. So if you click out and go back to my main page, yeah. And then see this way, that one there. Yeah. So this one here, so it's like, it's a, it's a wave breaking, but it, you can see the brush strokes. So yeah. Wow. And it's using the same technique of blending these illustrations and using the AI technology to yeah, you can blend it true. all through. This is crazy. Yeah. You get some really crazy effects. Like see how it just oh. all goes like glitchy like that. Yeah. So that's another cool thing. And that's just me like trying to keep on top of the technology and practicing it. This, this style is super cool. Yeah. And it's, um, it's only getting better as well. Hmm. Um, what about, uh, clothes like you oh, said yeah. you said you said like that there is a um, an app just to design clothes right yeah marvelous designer yeah so and that's for like to animate clothes basically yeah like to, you, you you create the model there and then yeah so you actually have to learn how to make clothes from scratch so you so say for like this t-shirt it's two bits of cloth stitched together but you actually have to figure out the pattern to get the look that you want yes so like it's really really difficult because I'm, I'm like oh i'm gonna make a nice big cocktail dress for this girl but then you like well how do you figure out the patterns to make it look believable and so you i've spent so much time looking through um just uh patterns from designers that they put up online and seeing how they're building it and then you put it in the software and then you wrap it around your character and then you have to stitch it all together and maybe something you might think oh it looks really good now when she's standing still and then you animate her and then everything flies off and it gets <laughs> twisted up and it's things break and you're like oh my goodness so then you have to figure it it's like all this like trial and error and problem solving to to get through it all but it's fun it's good i enjoy it and is that that led you to like design your own uh, clothing line oh no the clothes thing came from this was before I was doing all of that. I I had a jacket that I really... I was in Paris. Okay. And I was with a friend of mine and she was... We went to the shop and she, she like... She worked as a model and she's like all like fashion-y and she's really into all of that stuff. And uh, she was like, Max, try on this jacket. And I saw it and I was like, nah, it's not for me. I don't wear... It was like too hipster. It was like too cool, you know? And I was like, nah, I don't wear it. I don't wear that sort of thing. She's like, no, 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 try it on. I tried it on. I put it on. As soon as I put it on, I like, I looked at her and she looks at me and she's like, you have to buy that, right? And I was like, damn, I do. Because it felt so good. The jacket was awesome and I just loved it. And I was the like first time I'd actually worn something and gone, I love 
this. This is good. I feel good in this jacket. And because Paris was cold, it was wintertime. I wore it all the time. I came back to Sydney. It was way too hot to wear that jacket. And I couldn't, I couldn't wear it. So I was like, oh, well, can I try and make one myself? I was trying to find other jackets that were the same that weren't quite as hot, but I couldn't find anything I liked. And so I was like, I'm going to try and make my own one. And so I got a couple of denim jackets and I started doing embroideries on them. And, um, and I did a few things. I did one embroidery on a guy's jacket and I did a lotus flower on the back. But then when I wore it, it felt too feminine and it didn't fit well with me. And then I had some friends um, that were girls that tried it on and they looked amazing in it. And then they were like, hey, can I borrow your jacket? I'm going out to this dinner i'd love to wear your jacket at the dinner and i'm like sure and then some other girls asking for the same jacket and then they started like competing over the jacket and i was like oh, <laughs> oh maybe there's something here <laughs> yes so then i started making more jackets and then i started going from the jackets to the t-shirts and then i started spray painting up like shoes and then i've made a few shoes for people and like t-shirts and that's a whole another thing that i just sort of dived into and um it's taken up a lot of my time, but I enjoy it. It's cool, like, just spray painting up a T-shirt and wearing <laughs> yeah. it because then you're the only person in the world that has that. Unique. Yeah. yeah so unique. that's a side, side gig, like, you know. Yeah, really yeah. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not the uh, bread and butter of my income, that's for sure. But it's definitely, it's a really nice creative outlet and it's, um, it's, it's really cool when I see people wearing it and enjoying it so yeah that's the buzz that i get from it at the moment i i will be doing more it's um it's just getting it set up because if i say oh yeah i'm making them and then i get 100 orders i'm not ready right yeah, now to take yeah, 100 orders because <laughs> like the distribution part of anything is like just as important as the product yeah absolutely and i don't want to annoy if you can't deliver it and yeah you don't have a product <laughs> exactly so but you know that's something i'm definitely working towards so like give me give me a little bit of time once I get the book sorted, Makes then sense. I do the clothes. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not really too much into fashion design, like. Yeah. Um, but but one thing I I care about is, uh, in jujitsu, like yeah. I like to have fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should have done yeah, this in, yeah, in yeah. geese, yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> wearing geese. Uh, so the backstory here is that uh, we met like a jujitsu yeah, class. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, one thing that I find interesting is that, like, when you, it, it, it's hardly the case that, it, like, you find always interesting characters at jujitsu, mm, yeah. and I think the reason is that, like, the practice of jujitsu, like as a very positive effect on people's lives on, on mm. both like a physical and like a mental level. Mm. What, what, what does it mean? Like what, what does jujitsu do to you? Like how, how, it, how does it improve your life? Oh, it's um, definitely the exercise part helps, but it's the, I reckon it's the thinking part. Like you got to think fast. Yes. You know, if you're not fast enough, you're getting choked. And you, <laughs> like you feel your consequence of making a bad decision yes like that's what i like about it and since i started doing jiu-jitsu i definitely i'm a little bit faster to think now a little bit snappier whereas before i was like dumpty do dumpty da because <laughs> yeah it's um it's really i think the reason why i do it is because it's so hard yeah it's such a hard sport <laughs> and so when i leave and i just get 
absolutely destroyed and I just get, I just don't have a good night um, or any success at jujitsu. I then go home and instead of going, oh, it sucks, I'm never going to go back. I'm like, oh, I have to learn how to do this thing. Yes, it's and the it, opposite. It yeah, motivates you. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, I can't let that happen again. I can't get humiliated like that again. <laughs> like I've got to, I've got to have an answer to that question that that other person's got or that that way that they do something. Yeah, so, I don't see like uh, humiliation more like like a, a path to growth, like uh, to to. Yeah. Because the, the reason why I did jiu-jitsu, I did striking, like sort of like MMA striking for about five or six years before okay. jiu-jitsu. And when I went to jiu-jitsu in my first class, I thought, oh, I've got, you know, I've got experience. None of these guys <laughs> know um, what I've done and I'll, I'll be able to take on these white belts. I got so handled <laughs> on my first class. I got so humiliated that I was like, oh, I have to learn this. Yeah, I got so destroyed, and I'm still getting destroyed. But at least I'm getting less destroyed than <laughs> what I was. <laughs> but to, yeah, to, yeah. To me, to me, it's more like the, the there are many things that I love about it. it it's uh, for for one thing, the fact that I started with striking as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So many different martial arts. I, I I like to study martial arts both on paper and practice some of those. Mm. Uh, but when I first approached jiu-jitsu, I think somebody made me watch it and I was like, this is the most boring thing ever. Yeah, and I then know. they were like, just try it. Just yeah, try it yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. And it was like heroin. Like yeah. I tried it once. I was like, yeah. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> best feeling ever. It's so true, right? Yeah. It's so hard if you've never had someone, like when you're watching it, you're just like, oh, they're just hugging each other. This yeah. is really boring to yes. watch. But it's because it's such a game of inches of like, oh, he's got like an extra inch of movement so he can, you know, it's that chess yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The position of, of like your wrist, the yeah. angle, the, your elbow or whatever it is, so it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And it's like, it's only if you practice it, you can see all of that and understand that and go, oh, wow, that's talent. But if you're watching, because generally when you watch really, really high level martial arts, it's not, it's not actually that exciting because they're so good that they kind of stop each other from making their movements yes it's only when there's a high level versus a low level that's when you see them flying across the room because the other guy doesn't know how to defend it yes but if both people know how to defend it kind of they're almost still yeah, yeah. still almost so it's really hard for anyone to go like oh you see that in boxing as well when they're like studying each yeah. other all the time and like yeah exactly and then you're just waiting for that little explosive moment where someone's just off a little bit and then the flurry happens you know how long have you been um doing jiu-jitsu for oh, i think it's like five years now okay must be must that's be cool. five that's yeah i got a few more gray hairs now <laughs> you should design some uh jiu-jitsu gear probably. yeah i've been i've been asked to do that it's, it's one of those other things on the pile of like to do animated <laughs> series finish your book make clothes all right go to jiu-jitsu oh and then also you know have a shower in the middle of all of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like remember to eat and to sleep yeah oh man and it's because there's you know there's only 24 hours in the day and you sleep half of that well not half of it but you know yeah but do we have any other questions uh no not currently but can we please have a look at your book Actually, oh, yeah. and could you point it to the camera so oh, we yeah. can here we go. have a look here at the design? Here we go, design. Oscar. There we are. Great, great. There we <laughs> are. And uh, 
Here's a little thing. So there's the cover and I tried to um I tried to design it and illustrate it for so kids can read it or like look at the pictures and then the parents can um read it out loud. Oh, um so I just nice. left it one side on the other cuz yeah. Me growing up, I struggled with reading. And um I just I just loved comic books cuz I could follow through with the pictures and then but then the words were there so then that kind of helped me understand what was going on with the words so I kind of tried to do the same thing with that but I just find that when you draw over the top of the drawings it gets a little bit messy so I just like, no, yeah I'm just going to have a whole page for words and a whole page <laughs> for drawing and I'm going to keep it really simple that's, so, a, that's yeah. a good um, artistic so, yeah. choice stylistic choice yeah so I'm just hoping you know it's my first little go out there and um, I'm just hoping that kids will enjoy it fantastic you know? Oh, uh, any um, scheduled date for the release of the second uh, book? Uh, not yet. No, I don't have that. Got to do the animation tests. Oh, first, yes. And then write the second one. But I, just, I reckon maybe end of the year. Okay. Have the second one. Oh, fantastic. So that'd be good. So Christmas we, time, everyone. Yeah. Perfect for gifts. Yeah. So we yeah. can have a... Uh, oh, I can invite you again. Yeah, yeah, We can absolutely. promote your book again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and this cool. time... So uh, on Netflix, we're uh, having the first issue. Then, you know, that, <laughs> I hope we have that conversation. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Uh, okay. In the meantime, mm. uh, until I see your show on Netflix, mm. thank you a lot thank for so much joining for me. me. And yeah. um, if you guys liked this show, please subscribe. And good night, everyone. Thank you so much for that.